0: Jillian, Penzavalli, breaking news.
1: Oh my God, Patrick Hines, what?
0: Not since Meredith Vieira have we had news this big. <laughs> <laughs> Who executive produced this movie?
1: One of them is Jared Leto. <laughs> Jordan Catalano. No, oh, don't I know. get
0: me started. On Jord- Jordan Catalano was every man I wanted to be and every boy I wanted to date when I was in high school.
1: Why are you like that? Like what? Oh. Like how you are. Oh, oh. 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 can we just do that? I watch my so called life, I'm not kidding you, at least once a year. Yeah. Do you know, I, I dress, we can share this with our listeners. I went to a 90s party dressed as Ryan Graff.
0: Ryan Graff was my everything. Everything was with my Ricky? everything. Uh... Girl, what are we talking about today?
1: Holy hell, we're talking about a documentary <laughs> called Holy Hell.
0: Right, did you workshop that on the way here today?
1: <laughs> I didn't.
0: This whole, okay, this is a movie about a bunch of hot people who join a cult.
2: My name is Will Allen. I started making movies when I was 13. I went to film school and three weeks after graduating, my sister introduced me to her spiritual teacher and my whole life took a different path. It was the middle of the 80s and we wanted something different.
3: They were so alive. Living from their heart, and playing, and jumping in ice-cold rivers, and hiking through the forest at night, and oh my God, I want me some of that. We started it. This is what we
2: wanted. It was our little utopia. And we were all there because of this one man. He's
3: very charismatic, like a child, very playful. He could dance, he was artistic, he was all those things we all wanted to be.
4: He was just this beautiful, silent entity. And I said, I would follow you anywhere.
2: My films elevated him to the role of an awakened master. He spoke as if he had gone into the cosmos and come back.
5: He said, what are you willing to give up to know God? It's not like
3: we were forced to be there.
5: We wanted to be there. He always told us
4: we're an anti-cult.
3: I was hallucinating, colors were moving around him, and I thought, I found it. I really felt like I had a purpose in my life. He just became stranger and stranger and more paranoid and more possessive. You can't say no. No is against the rules. He wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be God. If you can't stand naked in front of your master,
2: you can't stand naked in front of your God.
3: What's the scientific, rational explanation for this madness?
2: It was so hard to believe, but I trusted him. I never dreamed it would happen like this. I thought we would be together our entire lives.
0: Okay, what's the first thing that happens? We get to know Will. Will, the filmmaker.
1: Right, Will is a filmmaker. He was in the Buddhafield cult for 22 years years. I mean. And luckily he has all of this footage from his time at the Buddha field because he was like the documentarian of that time. He was. The documentary is is his footage from his time at the Buddha field. Yeah. And then talking to these members of the cult now. Yeah. So
0: it, the first thing we see is like a title card that says 1985 right. and then it's like all this footage of like these gorgeous people jumping in. With
1: that stupid Uga Chaka <laughs> hooked on a feeling song. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much.
0: Ooga. But the thing about this part of the movie that I kept being like, All we're seeing is this like crazy footage and like we're meeting the people, you know, from the cult like today, but we don't know what's happening. Like you see them like jumping into the water. You see like all these gorgeous men with their like Bon Jovi hair and like pink tank tops. Mm -hmm. You know, you see this one girl being like, I called my parents and said I was going to go join this movement and my dad got on a plane to come and drag me home.
1: Right, of course he did.
5: I said, Dad, I want to give my life to God. And he was on the next flight out there (laughs) to come get me.
1: But it's it's all like neon speedos and neon bikinis and they're all yes. just hanging all over each other in the water and with the uga chaka in the background and you're like, what exactly am I watching? But they're
0: talking about like the spirituality of it, which is just so funny because there's just one shot where they're like, they're all, there's like 40 people and they're all hugging and holding each other and the camera pulls out and they're all wearing G strings yeah. and like thongs. It's just like this gorgeous person sex party.
1: There are two main reasons why I wouldn't. Be do well in a cult one there's a lot of shirtless touching and you're constantly hugging everyone and I just like I'm, I'm a very I'm a lovely person I think but I don't need to be like when everyone's sweaty and then like someone's sweaty hair is on your bare skin like there's a lot of that in cults. and basically the whole thing about being in a cult is that like you are programmed to put up with someone's bullshit and uh-huh. I don't do that no. very well at all so between putting up with some creepy dude's bullshit which we'll get to in a mere moment and then just the constant like people touching me, yeah. you no know, shirts on and I don't have clothes on and they don't have clothes on and then I'm touching them. We should
0: be clear that at this point, like, they're not calling it a cult. They're making jokes like...
2: We used to joke, even in the early days, if this was a cult, at least it was a really good cult.
0: And they're calling it, like, the anti-cult. And it's not, they're like, it's not, we're just like a group of, like, spiritual people who have a leader, that will do anything for, but it's so not a cult, you guys. Right,
1: and they like live on a commune, right. but don't call it a commune, and they whatever, like it's right. fine. So now we start to meet all these people, and there are so many people that we meet. Oh my god! But so Will is there because of his sister Amy, who is now Emiliana.
0: <laughs> I had to text you the second I saw that. I formerly was like, formerly
1: Amy, in yeah. the on-screen um, text.
4: People ask me all the time, "How did you end up there?" I was raised in Catholic school, and. I always had a lot of questions for the nuns. When I would go home and tell my mom what I asked, she would say, you can't ask them that. And I'm like, no, I want to
0: know. They have another sister.
1: They do. Her name is, now it's (laughs) Krystola, but she used to be Lori.
0: My brother and
4: sister said, you have to come up here. It's so beautiful. You'll get all the healing you need. And I knew I needed healing. I mean, I knew I was messed up. That's something I've always
0: known about myself. She is not taking any shit from anybody. I love her. I love her, too, because, like, in one scene, she's, like, talking really angrily, and it pulls out, and there's, like, a cat dead asleep in her lap. Right, right. And then, like, in another scene, she's, like, talking really angrily, and it pulls out, she's got, like, a glass of Chardonnay in one hand, and, like, a martini in the other. Right. I, I love this. I want to hang out with her. I
1: love her. What I really want to ask her is, if you left the cult, then why are you still going by Crystallah? Right. <laughs> If, that's, if that was your culty name, and now you're Lori again, and she's the one who's like, I'm going to call this what it is. Like, she's so right. on it. Totally, yeah. Why are you Crystal? <laughs> I'll ask her over a bottle of white wine one day. So Will was kicked out of the house for being gay. He doesn't necessarily
0: say he was kicked out. Like, he says that like, he moved home, came out, and the mom was like, go get a job.
1: Yeah, she was not happy about him, or like, really uncomfortable, or whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so Amy, Emiliana was like, hey. You know where it's super cool to do whatever you want is this Buddha field thing. Yeah. So then now we meet all of the other major players in this in this world. (laughs) Shall we? Let's do it. We have Julian.
0: I wrote Julian. He's perfect.
1: Yeah. I have. I have blonde brown hair blue shirt so <laughs> <laughs> we just see people differently yeah I
3: wanted to know myself beyond the superficiality of the world that I was living in life can't be just this thing where you just live and work and die there's gotta be something more
1: Felipe he's the one who grew up with hippies with no supervision yeah yeah the yeah guy has a goatee totally. there are a lot of goatee notes in this list let me yeah. just say a lot
0: of them have <laughs> it goatees. was the 80s
1: 90s yeah Demetrius who looks like he's from Queens and Italian is <laughs> from Chicago
3: living in Chicago where I grew up in the streets, was very violent. And when I came to the Buddha field, not really knowing what real love was, that's what I started to feel like really deeply.
1: Then Danielle, we have Danielle with the long brown hair. Yeah, She just wants to know why we're here, which is a trend we'll get to. Um, Mutri, M-U-T-R-I? I I couldn't with that one. Yeah, he went to, he grew up in a fire brimstone type church. So he just went the total opposite direction (gasps) on that. Alessandra, she was kicked out of the house at 18 looking for stability. (laughs) Chris has Chris is a major player in this. We'll get back. He to He
0: has a rough road yeah, yeah, ahead, yeah. ahead of him. Uh,
1: same with Julian too. Yeah. And um, Chris just looks like one of the guys where you're like, huh? You were in this cult, <laughs> all right? He just looks like yeah, some guy that totally see that would like work at the insurance company or like do real estate or you know. Um, so, but he also has a goatee and said he had a problem with authority.
3: Major authority problem. Really hasn't changed much, actually. I have to tell you truthfully.
1: Radia is a scientist and artist who also takes no shit from anybody, so I'm surprised she was in this thing for 22 years. Um, David, the actor.
3: I felt very lost, and I felt empty, like there was something missing.
0: All of these people. It's now like thirty years later. They all look amazing. All of them, every last one of them. Yeah. And you'll, listeners, if you haven't seen the the movie, like you'll come to understand that like a major part of this cult was like staying in shape and you know eating really clean and no drinking and like doing ballet it for eight really hours a day.
1: Superficial, very, superficial. very superficial.
0: But like these people, these are these are habits that you can tell that they've like instilled and kept because they all look incredible. All look amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we meet. The master, the teacher.
0: The drag queen. The drag queen. Michelle.
2: He spoke as if he had gone into the cosmos and come back and was here to tell us about it and take us there.
3: Have you made contact with the eternal or are you still obsessed with the momentary?
0: Listen, you know how the fuck I feel about like religion and organized religion and all the bullshit nonsense. It makes me insane. So like the first thing we hear this crackpot say is like, if you look to the future, you are unhappy. If you think of the past, you can become miserable. And happiness is wherever you are. Whatever you are is where happiness is. And I just wrote, hi, I hate you.
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Nothing he's saying is anything new. He, right. he didn't come up with any of this. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, I have like in all red, in caps here, like, who are you? Where did you come from? Why is nobody asking? Like, all we know about him is that he he tells them that he has had a, a spiritual leader who brought him to some major spiritual awakening. And so now he's ready to pass it on. And I'm like, guys.
1: But then it's like, you know from the moment you see him, you're like, his, he has crazy eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. And then there are the montage of all these people that we just met. He's childlike. He's wonderful. He's perfect. His energy. And they're all going through talking about how much they absolutely adored this person on site. And I'm yeah. like, I hate him on site. Me
4: same. He was amazingly humorous, witty.
3: Very playful, like a child. He could do something like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just did that. He could dance. He was artistic. He was all those things we all wanted to be. He was unlike anyone I'd ever met before. He encouraged me to drop all my ideas of what I thought I was supposed to be.
1: So their lifestyle was, really it was a commune, but they had jobs, they paid rent.
0: You see, they were all like cooking together and they're so happy yeah. and gorgeous, no one's ever wearing a shirt. Everyone was supporting each other with helping with food, helping with cooking, you know, it, was, it was so idyllic.
3: I didn't drink caffeine. I didn't drink a glass of wine. I mean, I can't imagine living any cleaner. It was really advocated that we exercise they take care of ourselves. This was a lifestyle.
1: They do service
0: with like quadriplegics. And they talk about how much that meant to them.
3: I love service.
5: I calculated and I did service 40 hours a week plus worked.
3: We started doing service for a couple of quadriplegics that were involved in the group and helping them through their day, it made me feel like, like I had a purpose
1: but the, doesn't this always happen at first you're like what's so bad about a bunch of people living together and helping people totally and like you know they do have a great outlook on life in terms of like just be positive and do whatever you can and help everybody because it goes
0: so off the rails because
1: then as you're thinking that it, it's like a quick jump cut to some movie <laughs> starring Michelle which is basically a recruitment video and it's like a knowing production yeah. a set-saying <laughs> film and you're like oh see no this is why
2: that would be your first commitment
3: to dedicate your life to certain knowing and your spiritual master's work on this earth.
0: We continue the conversation about Will as, as the filmmaker for the group. Mm-hmm. Will shot a commercial for a product that they made. Jillian, can you tell us about it?
1: It was called <laughs> um in the 80s <laughs> if you guys don't remember or know this there were these they, they were like these clips that you would put in your hair and it would, they would just what what were they called? Wings. Wings.
2: <laughs> My films are like a way of giving back to the group. They were the perfect medium for sharing Michelle's teachings. I even directed a commercial for Wings, a hair product made by some members of the group.
1: But they were also like different names. They're like like banana clips. clips. Banana clips, yeah. Listen, I had every
0: single product for the dolls I stole from my sister to do their hair for five hours in the closet. And they're all
1: like gigantic. And the the picture, (laughs) the the video is basically everyone like turning around and and posing (laughs) with the, the clip in their hair. And it stays.
0: And but like people, they sold enough of them to like make money. Yeah, all of which they gave to Michelle.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) He's the master, and or the teacher, and or the all knowing, or whatever you want to call him. Yeah.
2: The profits we earned helped fund the Buddha field and the master's travels.
1: Is this your favorite part? The fruit salad. Are we at the fruit salad already? We're here.
0: Okay, can you please tell everybody about beautiful tropical fish, Julian?
1: Okay, so Julian is a beautiful tropical fish. And Julian, now this whole thing, now we're learning that the service isn't just for people in need. It's also for this dingbat, Michelle. So basically
0: Michelle is just taking like the hottest of the guys and being like, you're my body worker. You're my...
1: Body worker. Don't get me started. Seuss on call for 24 hours, please. (laughs) We all know what goes on in North Hollywood enough. (laughs) So Julian is like, what can I do to serve him? He wants to serve So
0: altruistically, like this poor little baby Julian. He
1: he literally, like, exactly. So Michelle's like, you can make me a fruit salad every morning. (laughs) And Julian's like, I am on it. I am so on it. You don't even know. It sounds so small.
3: He said, you can make me a fruit salad every morning.
1: So Julian explains these, you guys, I'm not saying he he didn't go to like Whole Foods and just like throw the container on a plate. No. No, he didn't even organize them in a nice way. He cut out the last supper in fruit salad.
3: So I would go to the store and I would buy the most beautiful fruit I could find and I started carving Buddhas out of papaya. I carved the last supper out of fruit. I would spend hours and it was within my being I was making a fruit salad for God. Literally, and there's there's images of this in the documentary. Of
1: course there is. Thank you so much, Will. And like um, the Buddha and all of this stuff. And he yeah. was like, I work so hard and there are tears in his eyes. I was like, why is this guy so upset about his... And like they're beautiful fruits out there. Like, I give him all the credit in the world. However, then here's the twist. Julian's roommate, in quotes, was also serving, in quotes, the master, in quotes. And one day, Julian, like, walks in.
3: One day, I came home, and my roommate, who was very closely serving the master, was taking one of my fruit salads and sliding it into a blender and making a smoothie. And I was just, like...
1: Just, like, throwing the beautiful fruit salad into a blender to make smoothies! (laughs) Which is, like, what a dick! (laughs) Wouldn't you say to him, like, hey man, he actually, he doesn't care. Like, he just wants them in a smoothie. Like, you don't have to go through all that. Like, maybe you can find something else to do. But to just, like, behind it, just be like, I just see him, like, looking over his shoulder and just throwing the, like, the last supper fruit salad into a blender.
3: (laughs) What's the last thing Julian says on the matter?
1: Well, he just kept making them anyway.
3: And I kept making those fruit salads, even though I knew he wasn't eating them because there was no other way that I could give him anything.
0: So the next big crazy thing is the knowing right
3: the
5: knowing was the realization of being able to see and hear and taste god
0: you could only comprehend what this means to finally have god been revealed to you in His purest form finally talk to me about the knowing
1: here's the thing about the knowing guys number one it's another thing he stole because it's based on a Hindu book whatever (laughs) so the knowing is basically like it's a direct experience of God that only Michelle can bestow on his disciples which is something he calls them and that they call themselves yeah so
0: they go like on a retreat
1: yeah and this is like uh, like farther into California so it's just the woods yeah so he has this like weird throne again with the Reeboks and the big white socks (laughs) but also the Speedo and he's just like sitting there and um, you the thing that he, he tells people is that one he's the only person who can who can give this bit of enlightenment to them so again making him like more powerful and he also does this thing which is also textbook he tells them that not everyone's gonna get it
2: one of the things that made the knowing so intriguing was that not everyone was going to be able to receive it a ceremony would occur over the course of several days where individuals were able to ask if they were ready for the knowing those chosen would receive the experience of god
1: so the moment of truth basically is that you're in this in the woods and he's on some throne, which is really just like a plastic lawn chair.
0: It's a folding beach chair. Yeah,
1: it's but it's just like the biggest one they had, right. and it becomes his throne again with the Reeboks and the white, the bright white socks. I can't get over really
0: it. Really bothers you because it's so.
1: Like, contrasting of what, like, what he's stealing from, these Hindu Mm -hmm. deities. And that's all, like, super ancient and Sanskrit. And, like, they were really with the earth and really, like, in the woods. And he's like, oh, like, I just, I don't want to get my sneakers wet or whatever. (laughs) So the moment of truth is you, like, go up to him in the woods and he stares at you. And he tells you if you can receive the knowing or not. And Danielle, Radia, Murti, and Felipe... They all received the knowing.
5: He said, bow down, and I did. And he said, you will receive the knowing, and you will know God directly.
1: So then we see them with this footage coming down the hill. Oh, they're sobbing. They can't, like, it's, yeah. And Danielle is looking into the camera like a child of the corn. And she believes. I mean, you could see these people are not acting. I mean, Mm -hmm. they believe it because as we've gone Down this road, in many of the documentaries, this is a trend with all shit, I guess, she needed to believe it.
5: Of course. Something in me changed, and literally for three days, I thought I was on an acid trip. And I I felt atoms, and I saw things. And I kept checking myself, like, wow, is this real?
1: On the other side of the coin... Amy.
0: So Amy, what's her, what's her name now?
1: Emiliana. Emiliana, Will's who's sister. Will's sister,
0: who brought Will into the cult.
1: Right. Is told. She was, she's not trusted.
4: <laughs> I wasn't trusted to have the knowing revealed to me. Basically, he said, not this time, Emiliana. I think you're not quite ready yet.
1: Will receive the knowing. Will got the
0: knowing. And like, Amy wasn't going to hold that against him, but she was not pleased about it.
1: Right. Then we cut to Chrystola, Lori, her <laughs> sister, who's like, she was there for six years. She worked like a slave. Like a slave. And she didn't get the knowing.
4: I mean, like a
0: slave.
1: Chrystola is not having the shit. No.
0: And this is where they pull out and you see the cat in her lap, like, sound asleep.
1: And Amy is also, Amy Emiliana is also like, I was there for so long. And this little twink comes in and like...
4: I was looking around at people who had been there, like, no way as long as me. Everything was always explained off by being, they're just older souls.
1: Okay, so now we have a little bit of a, we're shifting gears the tiniest bit to learn a little bit more about Michelle's (laughs) superficiality within this cult. Yeah. He was a dancer. He worked out constantly. He was dancing constantly. Like a f-
0: kind of a failed actor, we see like we find out everyone's like he was in Rosemary's Baby. He was in Rosemary's Baby, and then one person's like, "Oh, he was in Rosemary's Baby.
4: His whole role in this movie was just like a millisecond at the end of it, looking
1: into the camera. If you go on his IMDb, he's uncredited. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably only credited because of this documentary.
0: Or, like, what the hell is his real name anyway?
1: Right. So now
0: we see that he's also, like, as part of, like, the superficiality of this cult. He's making everybody, like, work out all the time. He has, like, a dance studio where everybody has to take ballet class for, like, eight hours a day. He, this is the gayest cult on Earth.
1: Yeah, people are, like, crying. Yeah,
0: one guy's like, I loved
2: it, girl. Yeah.
1: he was like, he was my favorite part of the thing. But yeah. he was like, but other people yeah. hated it.
2: I loved it. I was in heaven. It was my favorite thing we did and 90% of the rest of people hated it.
0: I would have had to have leave that, left that cult immediately. Yeah. Imagine me in like ballet tights trying to do pirouettes. <laughs>
1: But then we have Demetrius from Chicago is like, all this dude did was as we were like hanging all over each other, feeling euphoric and having these LSD stakes, he was like, Oh, by the way, no one's allowed to touch each other or have sex at all. And Demetrius is like, i it turns out everyone was fucking everybody. <laughs> they called it the booty field, not Buddha field.
3: It was like it became the booty field. It's like after a while, it was like this spiritual haven of beautiful people that, oh, we don't have sex, we don't have everybody's f- everybody. But it was on the on the down low.
0: The thing is, can you? It's like a gay bar. You can't put that many gorgeous people in a room together and expect that like sex isn't going to happen everywhere. Of course it is. And
1: guess what? No matter how old you are, the more you tell someone you can't do something, <laughs> right. they're going to do it even harder.
0: <laughs> let's let's do a quick check in with Will and and like what, how he's changing, how his role is changing over this time.
1: Okay, so Will goes with Michelle and a, and quote a few helpers to Hawaii. Will is on call 24 7 to give massages. Because
0: he's like his body worker. His
1: body worker. Every th- All these helpers seem to be physically touching Michelle in some way. Yeah. This is a little bit, as if you guys didn't know, tragedy strikes eventually, <laughs> but this is a little bit of a hint. But then there's all this footage. Like, there's that one point where um, Will is like making him this beautiful breakfast, and then he picks up a piece of fruit and like throws, throws it at, it at, at the Will. Camera. Yeah, I know. And I was like, you go and go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> go fuck right off. <laughs> um, enough. And then that's when Will's like, I had my doubts, right. but I'm going to overcome them. Yeah. Right.
2: I had never felt so good in my life. Healthy, loving, and loved. I did have my doubts, but I worked hard to overcome them.
1: So now we're into the cleansing, which is the weekly hypnotherapy that they pay him $50 for. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all crying and freaking out, and he's like, "Let's go down again." This is—he didn't invent this. Going down the stairs, right?
0: Totally. Come on, this
1: is a, a straight-up hypnotherapy thing that has been done for a zillion years, right? Going and,
0: but down but the we learn that, like, this is this is a way of like of Michelle getting every member of the cult alone for an hour a week to do these like regressive hypnotherapy things. It's
1: exactly what Scientologists do, yeah. so that they can get the dirt on everybody, and you can't leave.
0: And well, this comes back around in the
1: end, right? So then he would give them new names to distance themselves from their family. And this is kind of
0: heartbreaking because this is where... This is horrible. This is where, like, Will and Amy and Lori's mom comes back in. And, you know, she tells this horrible story about how they went home to, to say to her, like, we're all going to have a family dinner.
5: They came for dinner
0: and
4: said, well, what we came here for is we want to tell you we want to detach from you. I went, what? I mean, I couldn't believe it. You're going to detach from the family, we'd had such a happy childhood with these children.
0: <laughs> the mom was just like not taking the bullshit, no. and she's like, "I know this is nonsense, so I'm not. Oh, yeah. So you go ahead and try to distance yourself, but I'm I'm going to be right here." Yeah,
1: and she also, Will's new name is Francesco. Yeah, and she's like, "I I wasn't. I'm straight not calling out, you that. She's like, I'm not calling
0: him you that. Your name's Will forever and ever. We
4: gave you your names, and that is what we're going to call you, and you might as well get used to it.
0: And then the other one is um. Vera, is that the... Vera, this broke... Vera has a
1: couple of heartbreaking stories.
0: Vera talks about how she was really close with her dad and he was dying. He told me that I couldn't go see him. This is
5: so you break the bond with him. And I would make airline reservations and I'd cry and cry and cry. And then I would cancel them. She didn't go to her dad's funeral.
1: No. She didn't get to see him like she didn't have any last moments with her father.
5: Yeah. But it was so difficult, just so difficult.
0: So the first the first real crack in the veneer happens in 1991 with this guy named Kenny. Right? Mm-hmm. What happens there?
1: He falls in love with what who they describe as a beautiful model type yeah. in the group, and the then,
0: featured prominently in the wings commercial. Right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. And she's <laughs> you know she's beautiful. Yeah. And then they were saying that Kenny was quote well he Kenny was not a model type and also not very nice <laughs> and wasn't in the cult. Right? No, he wasn't. So they they're like Kenny's a stalker and wants to destroy this group to get to the model type who I guess isn't that into him or whatever. This
3: guy was stalking. And his motivation was to tear down the group so that he could have this girl.
1: And then you hear what Kenny's saying. And it's like, yeah. they don't do anything without Michelle's permission. Michelle tells them what they can and can't do. And it's like, <laughs> everything Kenny's saying is really true. right. So... so he
0: gets this organization involved. What's the organization called? It's
1: called the Cult Awareness Network. And I was like, I want to <laughs> hang out there. I, I want to learn so much stuff about this. This is fascinating.
3: So he pulled in Cult Awareness Network to try and make us look like we're holding her captive.
0: When you have leaders who claim to speak for God, cannot be questioned by their followers, and have little, if any, accountability, uh, you have a very volatile mix.
1: Yeah, what the Cult Awareness Network would do is that parents would pay them to re-kidnap their kids right. from the cult and then deprogram them for Can I
0: just life. put a deposit down with them just in
1: case? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Michelle freaks out and is getting super paranoid.
2: This was Michelle's worst fear, that the Buddha field was going to be called a cult.
0: People are starting to be like, wait, this used to be like a spiritual, about finding like my inner, whatever, and now it's starting to become more and more just about Michelle.
3: He said, I'm no longer in a position where I can do my work in this environment. We need to get out of here.
1: He's like, you guys, this is a cult. Right. Like, they're gonna find us. <laughs> so he leaves in the dead of night with Grabbed Will, Will
3: and like two other
0: body workers. Helpers.
2: In the middle of the night, he grabbed me, his cook, another body worker, said, pack your bags, we're going. And I'm like, where are we going? We're just going. Everyone else stayed in Los Angeles for the time being to await instructions.
1: But in the meantime, these people are so distraught that they, like, they weren't chosen that there's this creepy video The of video them.
2: is, so, this is
0: where she calls him master.
1: Yeah, and my lord. Yeah. My heart is yours, my lord.
0: They're my just, like, is- staring into the camera crying, like, I'm in love with you. I just only want to be with you.
1: Yeah. So it takes them, guess what? They all have to wait six months because <laughs> they are on the road. Will and Michelle are on the road for six months in this time. Michelle decides, I'm going to be called Andreas now, everybody.
2: (laughs) He changed his name so anybody who was looking for Michelle Rostand couldn't find him because he was now just called Andreas.
1: So he sends out a memo. They're all, he's Andreas. And they settle in Austin, Texas. And they start to recreate the Buddha field. And everyone would trickle in ever so yeah. slowly selling their week. houses
0: quitting their jobs yeah
1: week to week month to month as to not cause any suspicion yeah now th- now it really
0: is like a compound whereas before they'd be like in the same area but like different houses mm-hmm. now they're For all premise. living together in this house they build an aviary where a- they're yeah. where they're they have peacocks a wallaby and, and a wallaby one girl tells a story about how like it was overrun with rats and they had to like go out and murder the rats
1: yeah now it's just getting
2: crazy, yeah,
1: and he freaks out because Waco happens just a hundred
2: miles north of us, Waco happened. We watched in horror as seventy two members of a presumed cult died during a government raid. This freaked him out because he thought what happened to David Crush is going to happen to him.
3: This was a spiritual leader who was being demonized and running this group, and he was afraid that people were going to draw parallels, and they were going to see him as that. Also, at the same time, Will and Lori—wait, what, na- what are their cult
0: names?
1: Francesco is Will. <laughs> Emiliana is Amy. And Crystal is Lori.
0: <laughs> I just... Get I, I want to hear you say Crystal over and over Crystal. and over. It just sounds like it's like an old Jewish grandmother. Yeah. But they... So the, their mom and dad live 100 miles away in Fort Worth, Texas.
2: I rarely had any interaction with anyone outside the group. Even my parents, who lived nearby in Fort Worth, had no idea I was in Austin. I had to come up with elaborate lies. I told them I moved to Atlanta and to Mexico and anywhere to give them a reason not to expect to see me.
0: What does the mom have to say?
1: I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> Wake up, you're in a cult.
2: He'd send me all these
4: little gifts from these places to prove that he was and write me these letters, and, and I still saw through it. And it's sad, and it broke our hearts, really.
1: A Couple years later, we're, now we're in 1997, year 12. They buy a space for this theater. That Guess that who's back? Wants.
3: Julian.
0: Julian. Julian is in charge of the project. Right.
3: Andreas loved to dance, and he said he wished he had a theater. So I found this amazing piece of land. He told me to buy it. And he said, let's build a theater, design a theater.
1: Michelle, and this is again, like, just you could see how he would manipulate Julian like nothing was ever good Poor enough. Julian. Poor Julian. Michelle would have him build and unbuild and rebuild and unbuild the theater for years.
3: The teacher would come out some days and he would look at it and he would say, I don't like the back of this building. I don't like where the windows are. I don't like the walls. Take it down. And we would. We would literally unbuild the building and rebuild it again for him to come out and look at it.
1: And Julian would be like, is this actually happening? <laughs> like people do are aware of it, but at the same time they're like, we, I don't have a bank account, so what the fuck am I supposed to do?
3: <laughs> he would take me into his room and he say, why are you taking so long to build this building? If I was doing this, this would have been done a year ago. You're delaying my work. You're creating karma. I was just horrified. And he'd say, this is all just a teaching for you. It doesn't matter when the building gets built. What I care about is you awakening through this process. And if you don't get this building done by next week, this and I would just go. Did that just happen? But
1: then you see the finished theater, and I'm like, wait, real people no, made this? I know. This? And like, I was actually gonna, crew?
3: I was gonna Google Earth it because it's this real. I don't know if it's
0: still there, but this know. gorgeous theater in the middle of like the woods in like you know the suburbs of Austin. And what, do, Jillian? What do they do there? Can talk about the shows.
1: Here's what they do. Yeah, they would rehearse a ballet. For how long? One year. They would get, they would fly in the best fabrics and the best sets. Remember
0: earlier when I said this was the
2: gayest cult on Earth?
1: I know. And then, they would perform it for who? Themselves. How many times? Once.
2: We would rehearse every day for hours. People would drop everything, including their jobs, to make it to rehearsal.
0: These
4: ballets were astonishing. It was something extraordinary.
0: Now, also, normally, usually at the center of these ballets would be, what's his name now, Andreas?
1: Andreas. Was
0: he dressed as a man or a woman usually?
1: A woman. Almost always in full drag. Yeah, there's also a shot of him as Miss Universe at one point <laughs> with this big wig. And also we should say that as the movie's going on, everyone is pointing out how bad his plastic surgery is getting because that's also part of the superficiality.
5: But he started to look very deformed and, um, and, and scary looking, really.
1: He
0: is just getting more and more plastic surgery, looking it more and more like, like, like Janice Dickinson every day. Yeah,
1: and he would g- have other people, like, get your chin done, get your eyes done, <laughs> just to make sure, like, that it would be safe for him. <laughs> so he could see what it looked like. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, now it's like, he would he would be super paranoid, Yet he would travel with this entourage of all these people and make, like, Chris carry the throne, which yeah. is, like, just the big lawn chair. <laughs> then... You couldn't have any friends. You couldn't watch television. At one point, Jennifer got a dog. He had to give the dog back, and she just looks to the camera, and he's like, and she goes, "He didn't, he didn't like, like dogs." And I'm like, "You're wrong,
0: Will does one more like big artistic
1: thing: the "Fem Fatal" video. <laughs> again like weird no sex kind of like the femme f- i'm not gonna do it just the whole it. thing you gotta play it you gotta let the people hear the fem fatale thing
2: femme fatale was a song andreas wrote about the negative effect sex has on spirituality i jumped at the opportunity to make something that wasn't just about the buddha field
1: and with these women and they're like Femme (laughs) Fatale so it's like kind of jazz hands in the background but still trying to be sexy and of course naked right the whole
0: thing about the Femme Fatale video was supposed to show you how sexuality harms spirituality right so it was like an anti-sexuality video that was full of all these gorgeous people being sexy but then like in the end she gets like run over by a bus and her like shoes go flying into the air and Will's like it was pretty good
1: yeah it was hilarious
2: (laughs) but I went ahead and made a very funny video it was a big hit. Uh,
1: now we're into, now we jump to 2001, year 16. Yeah. And now, Crystal is like, I am out. I am so <laughs> out.
0: She was like, he didn't like fat people. I'm leaving.
1: Yeah. So she leaves, and then, but, and people started to bail at this point. And, and things are getting, you can't have friends, you can't watch TV, you can't do anything, and it's yeah. becoming so much more just about him. And then when you leave, you're totally demonized.
4: When I left the group, Immediately, everybody was told
1: something awful. We were told, do not communicate with them. They're in their minds. So now we jump to 2005, year 20, and Crystal, this is the best line of the, of the movie, I think, where she's like, I will not call him anything other than what it is. I
4: don't want to refer to him, other than anything that he was, an out-of-work actor who stumbled on the role of a lifetime. Yeah.
0: And the, the major revelation, the major thing that happens at this point is one of the guys is leaving the cult and sends a letter. Right. And the letter is full of bombshells.
1: Right. This is the following, 2006, mm-hmm. year 21.
2: Yeah. The author of the email was leaving the group, and he laid out serious accusations towards Andreas. By far the most damning accusation in the email was that Andreas had, for years, been forcing young male disciples into unwanted sexual relationships.
0: And then- All of the men, basically, that we've seen throughout this entire documentary, a lot of them straight are, like, recounting like forced sexual interaction and it was all happening or at least it would start during those hypnotherapy sessions that they
1: had to pay him $50 for yeah and Chris Uh, oh his is is the most heartbreaking who I love yes it absolutely is but he sort of laughs at himself he wrote a rebuttal to this letter right knowing that every single word of it was true and he experienced an unwanted sexual relationship with Michelle for five years once a week every Monday for five years
3: and some people coalesced around him and even I did initially I wrote a rebuttal to the letter huh. um yeah it was it was bullshit i mean i'd been in a sexual relationship with him i knew that everything on there was pretty much true
1: and julian who you love beautiful julian beautiful who julian. made the,
0: the fruit salad, the fruit salad. <laughs> he, julian who could himself be described as a fruit salad yeah. Aww, I love
1: julian. <laughs> he would say like you know he would resist and michelle would be like what are you resisting and he'd be like you yeah I'm resisting you. And then Michelle would turn it around and be like, no, 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 let's go down the stairs into your childhood. And just totally, completely, he had full mind control and just full control over these people who like didn't really get how to, understand how to get out of it it's yeah it's absolutely
0: horrible and then we find out like he's been you know he, he did the same thing to will and it happened like will has this like moment where he sort of turns the camera on himself mm-hmm. and he's talking about how it started on the trip to hawaii
2: i didn't understand what was happening he kept saying that everything he was doing was for me he told me his master had brought him close the same way and that it was very special he was saving my life he told me i would die without him
1: And then it starts to unravel more, where it's like Vera—he had Vera lie about having cancer to her whole family and everyone she knew, so that he He could cure her her fake bullshit cancer. Yeah. And then now we're we're seeing all these people. Breaking down in this like such a sad way, where it's like, how could something I knew and believed in so strongly for twenty two years unravel in such a totally fucked up, insane? <laughs> because way Because
0: now people are fleeing; people yeah. are starting to leave.
1: Men one by one are coming out and saying, "Yeah, me too." And happened Madden. to me by, yeah. and all the, these other people are saying, "Wait, if we knew about it, we would have stopped it." So now they're feeling helpless in that sense too. The
0: one, the other thing that
1: comes out now is that it it had
0: been a rumor that that Andreas had been in porn,
2: and finally we discovered that the rumors of him being a porn actor were, in fact, true. (laughs) You poor thing. Because they show the porn. They They do black out the peen. (laughs) But there's like a few
0: minutes of hardcore gay porn where you're watching Michelle. Like,
1: Like, there's some acrobatics involved. (laughs) Um, He was an out-of-work gay porn actor, which is like fine. Totally. But don't start a cult and like be a monster about it. Work at Starbucks for a little bit until your next gig or whatever you got to do. But don't, like, be an actual, like, a true evil. He's evil. He's an evil, evil person. Evil. And ultimately, in the end,
0: like, they, they say to him, if you go away we won't press charges mm-hmm. if you leave so
1: will now knowing that and he And if you stop teaching if and you if you stop, stop teaching. being a master yeah. if you just like go live in Hawaii forever and like So
0: Will gets on a plane with him and takes him back to Hawaii they decide like that's where he's going to go to like, drop him off Yeah and then Will says that he like leaves him there like leaves in the middle of the night without saying goodbye mm-hmm the movie's not over at that point point. No, it's not. Yes. and I literally screamed out loud because now it's like five years after now it's like 2014 or something yeah, yeah, yeah. five years after Will left him there and Will and a, a handful of these like guys that we've seen in, in the documentary the
1: squad is, is the band's back together yeah, they
0: go they go they go to Hawaii to like spy on him and, and see what he's up to and
1: Will is wearing like a hidden camera in a shirt yeah. or something
0: but like the first thing you see is they go to his like house and they climb up on the fence and so they, they can like peer in and, and you see See, Andreas shirtless. Shirtless. He's like, I mean, my God, the guy's got to be in his eighties at this point on his back terrace, like with young kids. I know. I see
2: them all. There's Andreas.
1: And so, then you see them like walking through the town, like the Pied Piper. Like it's so There's, crazy. And there are so many of them, and it's I like, know. that's got to be the last. And it's like, nope, nope ten more nope, come yep. around the corner. They're all gorgeous,
0: young, yeah. Kids. And Will's like, great,
1: but it's yeah. like, of course he wasn't going to listen. This guy, no, I mean, as much as they don't know anything else, I'm not defending this monster. He doesn't know anything else either. Right? It's all yeah, he wants to yeah. do, he can't do anything. Can you imagine this dude get a real job? Absolutely <laughs> not.
0: No way. So he goes. So, so Will and and the group like follow the group to the beach where they're like on the beach as a commune. It's so fucking creepy to see it.
1: That gigantic lawn chair is still there, though. <laughs> Some things never change, right, Andreas? You fucking creep,
0: <laughs> evil monster. So, like, Will puts on like a hidden camera. But
2: the only way we can get to him is undercover. Um, otherwise, if he sees the camera, he will disappear.
1: He's face. He faces Andreas, and there's something about. I'm just going to go interchange his names. Michelle, there's this like odd, crazy, maybe because he can't show emotion because his face is just filled with plastic (laughs) and collagen. But there is this sort of feeling of like he knew that he'd be caught one day, even though Will doesn't call him out and he doesn't like bring out the camera. It's true. Yeah. There is this feeling of like, is this it? (laughs) <laughs> is the FBI here am I gonna is this, is this all over it's yeah this weird feeling of like not know you could just sense that from him yeah all his fakeness and then they have this super creepy conversation are
2: you being a good boy <laughs> no
0: <laughs> I don't know what it, that is
2: don't you think you should learn what that is
1: good and bad
2: better to find out what is best yeah, uh, yeah. have you been being your best boy
0: Well, I think you could've asked a less creepy question. Yeah.
1: And then yeah it's like I don't know what that is and it's like I just I just be so it's like no you're just you're being a total yeah. fucking monster and you're saying it with this weird creepy smile yeah. and you know what you're doing <laughs> is wrong and you're ruining lives and whatever
0: yeah and in the end Will has this there's like a montage that I was bawling through yeah. of like, there's like a montage of all the people from the cult from like the Austin days where it's like the, what's that song
1: it's that song by Snow Patrol
0: yeah yeah, yeah. If I just lay here... And they're dancing. It's like, this one stayed, this one left, this yeah. one stayed, this one left. Um, and that's it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the people that we spoke to, for the most part, the reason they didn't want to leave is because they had $45 to their name. Let me just say, it all looks like they're doing just fine. It's Every true. house is gorgeous.
0: I know, it's true. And they, they all look gorgeous, and everyone looks amazing. They and th- made it. Yeah, Hey, you guys. Hey. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. Oh, man. Okay, you guys. Big favor. So we have like 130 iTunes or Apple Podcast reviews. I want to get to 200. What do you think? Okay. Okay. So guys, can you please go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review us? Let's get to 200. I'm dying to get to 200. Okay.
1: I'm excited. I can't believe we're like close enough to 200 that that's a possibility. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, follow us on Twitter. At True Crime Obsessed.
0: Find everything else at TrueCrimeObsessed.com. What are we doing next?
1: We're doing Exit Through the Gift Shop. I'm
0: so excited. I
1: haven't seen that movie in years. Me
0: too. I didn't watch it forever, and then I watched it and became obsessed with it.
1: Yeah, I loved it. And you can find it on Netflix.
0: Hey, you guys. Patrick from the Edit Room here. So, of course, it turns out that the Exit Through the Gift Shop promo does not translate well to audio. That happens sometimes. It's a super hilarious, real-life, Oscar-winning documentary about the great street artist Banksy. You should check it out, but you don't have to watch the movie to enjoy the episode. And now to this week's outtakes.
1: I watch my so-called life. I'm not kidding you. At least once a year. Yeah. At least the I Christmas love it. episode. Um, with Julianna Hough. Of
0: course. What is the most haunting line of any television show of all time?
1: Your cuticles look like little moons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't the line I was thinking oh. of. How did you die? Oh, I just got chills all I over know. my body. I- if you know anything about me, you might not know this. Well, we've had this conversation one time, but of all of the people on that show, who do you think I had a crush on besides Jordan Catalano, and not the not not Tino, who we never meet.
1: Oh, Tino! Don't get me started. Two words, Tino. <laughs> um, don't. Um, I have so many guesses. Was it Brian uh, Krakow? Yes,
3: you totally know me. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> and I don't have clothes on and they don't have clothes on and then I'm touching them and it's like um, if they're strangers like I I just want to make that clear I'm digging myself quite a hole here I love my husband very much and I enjoy his skin on my skin it's just not weirdos that I whatever but they
0: this this is taking a left turn right
1: they feel like it's their utopia is the point exactly which is a word they use often
0: yeah Then they're on the beach and they're like, let go of your attachments. And they're all crying and saying the things they want to let go of. And it cuts to some gay guy and he's like, sex, sex, sex. Like, I know. That's horrible. Crystalla. Crystalla.
1: Crystalla. 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 Crystalla.